Welcome to, ep- I don't even want to say it because I'm going to giggle. I know. Episode yeah. 69, dudes. Nice. <laughs> of Hoppy Tracks. My name yeah. is Max. I'm Danielle. We got a little surprise for you this week. Yeah. As you know, usually on the uh, the rounded by 10, the divisible by 10 episodes, we like to do, we call them superlative shows where we pick our top five something or other mm-hmm. and share them with you. Well, we decided to bring that a week early this week. Yeah. And since it's episode 69, what are, we, what are we talking about, Danielle? Uh, raunchy, sexy songs. Yes, we're talking our favorite raunchy songs. Yeah, that are just shamelessly gross. Shamelessly so gross we. and raunchy. Yes. So are we. Good. I'm glad that's the. Um, <laughs> I'm glad that's the definition you had too. Because I mean, kind of. I wouldn't necessarily call a couple of these songs sexy, but they're definitely like raunchy and extreme and. Yeah, some grody. of them. I don't know. To me, like, they're not like necessarily raunchy. Uh, but a few of them are, but I mean, like they're, they're clearly sex songs. Like you listen to it, there ain't no way you're getting some other meaning out of it. You know, okay. like, it's... I feel like we're going to have a very different set of lists here. Oh, just God. judging by that. Okay. Okay. Uh, would you like to go first? What's your, what's your number five? My number five is a song that is shameless. Um, and I love it and I get excited anytime it comes on. Azalea Banks is 212. Oh, hell yes. Is what that a on great your list pick. Too? No. It should be. But what a great pick. <laughs> I love 212. 212 <laughs> is like, that's like the ultimate peacocking song, right? That's like the get the hell out of my face. Who the hell do you think you are? Why are you talking to me? Oh, man. What a great song. Any, any song about lady licking is like, um, I mean, it's. It's it's very Azalea Banks. We'll put it that way. It and is. You cannot enjoy. You can't not enjoy yourself when this song is on. Yep, it's a jam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going with a uh, 90s uh, MTV Spring Break Party to Go throwback oh, for my number five. <laughs> um, the producer, uh, 20 Fingers, with rapper Gillette and the song Short Short Man, oh, shit, yeah. as it was known by the radio edit, uh, <laughs> yeah. or the album cut, which was called Short Dick Man. We've all known him. Indeed. Yeah. Don't want no short, short man, as the radio edit says. <laughs> Eeny, weeny, teeny, weeny, shriveled little short, short man. <laughs> I didn't even think about that one. Yeah, for years I didn't know that that had a grosser edit because I would always hear it on the radio. And I didn't particularly love that song when I, in the 90s, so it would just be on and I was like... Why does she hate short people? She right. <laughs> she is the like she has the most obnoxious voice I think I've yes. ever heard in any song. It's a very obnoxious song. But it totally works for this song. Oh my god, yeah. It has to be some sort of novelty thing for that kind of voice to work. And um If you're a fan of this one, by the way, they do another one together called um, Mr. Personality. Oh god. It has the same kind of like thing where they just sort of let her riff during the verses of the song and it's like, is that your head or did your neck throw something up? I love it. Yeah, good stuff. <laughs> you need some fucking tweezers to put that little thing away. That has got to be the smallest dick I have ever seen in my whole life. Get the fuck out of here. Short dick 
the number four song is it is a raunchy r&b song but this is mostly just overtly sexual because of the things that it taught me back in like 2002 when it was on mtv all the time and i was like oh Oh, okay. So this is D'Angelo. Oh. Untitled. Oh. How does it feel? That like, video, though. Yeah. I mean, like, the Woo. song is sexy anyway, because he's like, you know, how does it feel? Like, I want to bang you. It's pretty sexual. But that video, if you've never seen it, please look it up. Yes, please. Not safe for work. Um, but it's just him, like, looking hot and then, like, looking down like he's I'm getting a beach. super naked. He's um, not wearing a lot. There's like a lot of definition in the muscles. And when you're like a 15-year-old teenager kind of like growing your hormones, that's like a way to be introduced to like the male physique and what it can be. Because I'm going to tell you what, most of the, most of the dudes at man, you want to yeah, cut like that. You didn't have my advantage of, you know, just looking in the mirror. Oh, <clears throat> good Lord. Yeah, <laughs> shut it down. Don't you I went with um, a YouTube classic Jesus. for my number four. Uh, I went with Two the... Two Girls, One Cup? No. <laughs> Gross. Uh, I went with the 2010 hit uh, Smell Yo Dick by Risqué. Oh. Um, I can't get enough of this song. I still listen to it and love it. It's... I. I never really was super into this, but every time I see this video, people put it on like YouTube playlists and stuff when we're at parties, and I always forget about it, and then I'm like, now, I forgot that it existed, and you said it, and I'm like, oh shit, that's so good. Well, let me tell you why I love it, because like I think that a lot of people are just like, oh, tee-hee. like you know, for a very brilliant reason, they love this song, but I love it. I always thought it was a brilliant song. Because if you get cheated on, it's a humiliating thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it is humiliating if the person you're dating is screwing around behind your back. It's the worst part. And they, like, you hear about it and, like, other people know about it. It's humiliating to you. So I like that she turns this around and instead makes this a humiliating experience for him. It's like, I have no ego about this, dude. When you come home, drop your pants and I'm smelling your dick. (laughs) Like, I I think that's... Empowering. I think it's brilliant. I love it. Why you All right, my number three is a song in French. Uh, I don't know if you've heard it. It's from a Belgian lady. She was like 16 at the time. Uh-oh. Her name was Leo. Uh, she was just like a little kid. She gets hooked up with the same people this is in the early 80s as the Telex people from Eurovision. Oh. Which, by the way, we need uh, to do a Telex. Yeah, we need to do a Telex thing. Anyway, they come up with this brilliant little synth pop song called The Banana Split. Oh my gosh. And it's um 
just this very cute little it's the cutest like fun little song and it uh it you can either take it one way or the other (laughs) one way is like wow she's these lyrics are literally just talking about a banana split or you can be like oh wow this is super about bj's and you know what it was super about BJ's and they were like, it was kind of like a thing. She was like 16 and they were like, is this appropriate? Like she probably just didn't know what she was singing. Why did you use her? And the Telex dudes were like, oh, she knew and she liked it. Okay, shut up. It's a fun song. I love it. Um, I did not know that selection. That was an interesting one. Um, <laughs> You'll love it. It's your kind of jam. I have a feeling that you probably do not know my uh, number three choice, which is very interesting. Okay. Um, I went with uh, there was there was this surge of music in the early two thousands called Electro Clash. Do you remember Electro Clash? Yes. Where it was kind of like electronic music really hadn't found its footing. Like nobody was doing synth pop music, so this was like a way for like queer artists, especially, mm-hmm. to like do something that was kind of in the same spirit as synth pop, but like also for a modern sound. And one of the little groups that popped up and just had a few songs in this, like you remember Peaches, for instance, yep. she was one, she almost made my list. I did not put a Peaches song. I on almost here. put a Peaches song. <laughs> um, but Peaches was Electro Clash, but there was this other group called Dirty Sanchez. Have you ever heard Dirty Sanchez? Uh, maybe. So they Hold were f- on. I'm going to need to hear what the song is. They were from LA and uh, one of their, <laughs> one of their songs uh, is called Fucking on the Dance Floor. and I'm pretty sure I've heard this. It's probably been years. Yeah. I think this was like one of the things I loved when I was like 17, maybe. It's, uh, <laughs> it's good shit. It's just that early 2000s raunchy electro clash. Like this is this embodies electro clash to me. Yeah. And um, it also embodies raunchy music for purposes of this episode. Well, let me guess. It's about fucking on the dance floor? You are correct. Wow. Okay. I like a, I like a song that doesn't mess around. No. You're such a black lacquer table. Excuse me? You sure talk a lot. Well, you're as fake as a beauty shop nagel. Admit it. You want what I got. You got invisible fangs. And Terry none bangs. Your erotic cabaret is non-stop. Stop, stop. You're wearing too many belts. And I bet they leave welts. Shut up and dance. Cause I wanna pop. I feel like I can't have a sexy songs thing. Um... In raunchy music without putting on the woman who taught me what it was to be incredibly sexy at every single moment of your life. Wait, can I guess? Mm-hmm. Barbara Mandrell. Close. Oh, okay. And Murray. Oh. With, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Sandy Duncan. It's the captain in Tennille. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, this is not sexy anymore. This is what I do in sexy moments. I'm like, Captain yeah. and Tennille. I'm like, you want to hear my Captain and Tennille greatest hits? Which, by the way, I have on vinyl. Oh Call God. me, boys. Wipe it up. Anyway, um, don't want to give up too many of my bedroom secrets on this show. <laughs> anyway, the woman who taught me what it was to be sexy, and whenever I'm trying to be sexy, I pretend that I'm her, Janet Jackson. Ah. 
in the I, Janet phase. I know which one which we're going is with. The sexiest phase. There were like a few million I oh, could actually. Have yeah, wait a minute. I have a couple. I have a couple guesses, but I think uh, I know which one you picked. Mine is anytime, any place. Oh, okay, good choice. Yeah, that's the one I'm picking. I, to me, it sounds the raunchiest. It's probably not like lyrically the raunchiest, but I don't know. It's just like the way she delivers it and the theme of it, which is like, yeah, I'll fuck you anytime, any place. Like that's just like the raunchiest thing to me. And I remember when I bought this tape, my parents took it away from me because it was like too sexual, and I was like eight. But I was like, I don't know what any of this means, but I know what it means. Like, it's, oh, I love it. It's like changed my life. Changed my life. That's a great pick. So I'm going to preface my last two with saying that they are not sexy at all, but they are raunchy. <laughs> okay. So um, I'm, I'm putting that in the vein of non-sexy raunchy for these last two. Uh, my number two song is Cool Mo D's Go See the Doctor. <laughs> Have you ever heard this song? No. Uh, this song is incredible. It's uh, about a girl who he refers to as Mrs. Microwave, because if you stay inside a microwave too long, you get burned. Mm. And he got burned. Um, and it contains uh, what is probably my favorite verse in the history of all rap music, which I'm going to recite for you now. Yay. And it is, quote, as I turned around to receive my injection, I said next time I'll use some protection. If I see another girl and I get an erection, I'm walking in the other direction. That's really good. Yeah, right? It's very cool, Modi. It is. Uh, I... Yeah, I just, I love this song. It's it's hilarious. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's a great beat. Awesome song. The matter I got, the more I reminisce. Why is my thing thing burning like this? Well, I remember the first day I saw that girl. I just couldn't wait to rock a world. I said, hey, good looking, what you got cooking? What have I done stuck my ducking? Now I know why her ex-boyfriend Dave calls her Mrs. Microwave. Cause she was hotter than an oven and I had to learn the hard way. Stay in a microwave too long, you get burned. But the poontang was dope and you know that I rocked her. But three days later, go see the doctor. So one time, I'm not saying how recent this was. Um, <laughs> Three hours have, ago? Yeah, it was like two weeks ago. Okay. But um, <laughs> like, I have this, I love to take a sexy moment and completely make it unsexy. But like, that's just because my taste for sexy shit's a little weird. And mm-hmm. so like, I'm hanging out with my dude and he's like, put on some music. And I was like, oh, I got just the thing. <laughs> Oh, no. (laughs) And it's one of my favorite songs from, like, my senior year of college. And I don't know why more people don't talk about how great this song is because it's so good in a time when all the music was terrible. Snoop Dogg's Sexual Eruption. Oh. Wasn't Nelly Furtado involved in that, too? No. No, it was... uh, She was around. Who was... Who was the... There's a lady on that. Was it Robin? I think Robin was, was Robin? involved. I think Robin was involved in the I remix. Really Hang on, I'm googling. Because it was sex. There were they wasn't there sexual eruption was one version. Sexual seduction and sexual seduction. Was the radio version, which is also pretty filthy, because 2007 you could be pretty filthy on the radio by then. But uh, yeah, sexual eruption is great, and it's got like this great little fun 
dance groove. Um, is it Robin? It is Robin. Um, See, and that's probably why I like it so much. There's there are two remixes: one with Lil Kim, and uh, <laughs> one with Robin. So there you go. I prefer Robin, uh, but that's a good choice. I totally I forgot about that song. Just love that song. It's like this great little like. It's like a retro-y, dancey vibe. It's very unlike Snoop Dogg, um, everything that song. And Snoop Dogg is just hilarious in general. So this this song is just hilarious, kind of sexy. And uh, I don't know. I love it. And I don't understand why that did not get bigger. Gross. Wrong words. Like, why? <laughs> like, that wasn't a huger song and why it's, like, not still played all the time. Because it was... It was one of my favorites, and I got so excited anytime, and I still do now, and I still play it when it's nice. I'm like, sexual eruption. It really gets the dudes jumping. I'm gonna take my time. She gonna get hers before I. I'm gonna take it slow. I'm not gonna rush the stroll so she can get a sexual eruption. Well, I feel very confident that you're not going to know my number one song unless we have talked about it at some okay. point. Okay, all right. I discovered this song about 10 years ago when I was in college radio, and I believe I found it on an old compilation. Um, this would have been from the dark days of college radio when you could get away with playing things that were definitely not FCC friendly because the FCC <laughs> hadn't quite come down yeah. the way they had yet. This is from around 1991 or 92. It is by a group called Consolidated, and it features uh, this kind of punky, brutish um, trio call, who called themselves the Yeasty Girls. Get it? <laughs> yeah. Just wants to Beastie Boys. Okay. Yeah. The song is called You Suck, and it is about these three women lamenting that their boyfriends will not go down on them because... Oh, girl, let me tell you. And it gets real... Real gnarly by the end of the song. <laughs> I'm not even going to ruin anything. Uh, you just need to go listen to this song sometime when you can have not safe for work music blaring as loudly as is humanly possible because it's a great song. You're going to want to get the fuck down. Um, yeah. And it's just, it's so great. That's all I can say. It's I'm great. I'm looking forward to this. You can wiggle, you can jiggle your tongue with my clip. Don't worry about making me have an orgasm. Just take your time and I can tell it's making you scared just thinking of it. But you better learn to love it. Now you suck. Suck it hard. Go down, baby. You suck. Lick it hard and move your tongue around. Now you suck. So there you go. There's our uh, our symposium on raunchy yes. music. Yeah. I, I, honestly, probably my real top five would have had more just like plain gross rap in it but i was like i can't do like five gross raps like slob on my knob like i kind of feel bad leaving <laughs> yeah, that but where's off. the creativity in slob on my knob I like the care. songs we these were creative i know all the words of that song in a way that i could have my brain ravaged by alzheimer's and when that comes out when i'm like 12 everyone knows that song i also noticed gross. that neither of us pulled any prince songs which is interesting because I, I guess Prince does sexy. It. He doesn't really do raunchy. He does sexy. I don't know. It's different for him. He got it's raunchy not. like in the 90s. There was some mm-hmm. there was some raunchy stuff like on the, um, I think the album was called Come, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, no, that was a song on. Was, was it Gold on? Experience? I don't remember. No, I think the album was called Come because there's a song called Pheromone. And then there's, mm-hmm. one, there's one that's called, I think it's just called Orgasm. The one that just has vanity. It's the leftover vocals from Vibrator. 
it's just her vanity having an, or- having an orgasm for a minute. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't think the thing about Prince is that it doesn't feel raunchy with him. Maybe that's what yeah, it is. exactly. He's he just doesn't... like he's too cool to be raunchy. It's just Prince, <laughs> you know. Like, <laughs> it's you can play that in front of your grandma and it's still gonna work. She's like, well, it's Prince. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Anyway, just noteworthy. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, tell us what your favorite raunchy songs are. Our website is offbeattrackscast.com. We are on the Twitter machine at offbeat tracks. Yeah, we are. Mm-hmm. Until next time, uh, when we're doing something much more refined. <laughs> I'm Max. I'm Danielle. See ya.